and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and often recommendations for whatever we read that week. Amy, you are in charge of these things. What did you read this week? Well, it's summer holidays in Brisbane at the moment, so we've been reading a buttload of romance novels. Oh my goodness, so many romance novels. It's wonderful. So this week we read a romance novel called Bombshell by Sarah McLean, which is the first novel in a, like they haven't been published yet, a new series called The Hell's Bells. And it got... It was on some kind of list. Washington Post list for the best romance novels of 2021, and it was their historical fiction pick, which is why we read it. Of course. Well, that's how we kind of... Well, how I came across it. How you came across it. Delightful. And shall I be... Let me do my sentence. It is set in very early Victorian London. So Queen Victoria has just taken the throne, and that's mm-hmm. important because they make a big deal about the fact that there's a woman on the throne, so now women feel like they can take liberties and have more independence and power in society. Yes, and that some men are cranky pants about that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's about 1838 or something, the very late yeah, 1830s. Yeah, it's the end of the 1830s, yes. And Kimberly will now complete the spoiler-free recap. Ba-ba-da-ba! Go! Right, so we sent her around Cecily Talbot, who is one of the Talbot sisters, makes sense, checks out. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't think she's the youngest, uh, which is what that pause was. But we have engaged with the Talbot sisters before. So when I was reading this novel, I have only read, I think, three Sarah McLean's the out of all of the Sarah McLean's. Nine Rules to Break While We're yes, Missing a Rake, which we reviewed previously. Yeah, and, and the there was the other. The yeah. 10 and the 11. It's called yeah. like romance by numbers or something love by numbers i've read that series but i haven't engaged in all of her other work and so when i was reading this book to begin with i felt very much like i had missed i'd come in at the end of a series (laughs) and that cecily was the last like unmatched sister and so we were supposed to know that felt like there were a lot of like nods to other uh courtships and romances and so i looked into it turns out there are other books it's called the Scandals. Scandal, no, the Scandal and Scoundrels That's right. series. Right, not the Scandal Scandals. Known as the Scandrels for sure. You're such a scandal. <laughs> anyway, so so if you read this book and you are kind of hungry, hungry to go back and know more about it, we would point you towards The Rogue, the rogue not, taken. not Taken and The Day of the Duchess. So they are the two she, books. I think she has great joy. Oh, in her I titles. think I hope so. Actually, no, she definitely does. She There's a lot of joy in her books. I would agree. Nine with rules that. to break when romancing a rake. Yes, yep. I feel like she'd almost come up with the title first sometimes and be like, "How do I write a book?" If that's you about were writing that? it, I could see you going, "Ha ha! I'm yes. brilliant!" And then having you know a gin and tonic or something to Certainly, celebrate. Absolutely. Yep. So anyway, so yes, that's four that's, sisters. There are four sisters, and the Talbot sisters. The only kind of central thing you need to know that's relevant, really, to Cecily is that their dad was a coal miner, like, well, not as in working the mines, but owned coal mines. So he was incredibly wealthy, but not of the peerage at all. And as was the way in this period of time, if you had a lot of money, you could almost buy your way into the peerage, which is exactly what her dad kind of did in that he won 
whatever their title is, which I can't remember. I think it's Earl, but I, don't quote me. He won that title of the Prince Regent in a card game. So he and his wife and the daughters all moved down to London and the girls were immediately labelled the Soiled S's because all of their names begin with S and they were you know, soiled by coal. And yes. trade. But they're all stunning. Of course they are because romance novel and they're all very like fiercely independent and worldly and importantly they don't care what the ton thinks about them so like seraphina who is the sister we see kind of the most in this book she's the one from the day of the duchess and she married a duke married a duke so they've all married really 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 well except for cecily who has deliberately chosen to remain unwed and she's now 30 She's 30. Hey, did you know she's 30? Just in case, listeners, you missed it in the previous minute, she's 30. Let's pause while we discover again how old she is. Like, so much so that a character in the book makes a quip and is like, I've never known a woman more keen to tell everyone how old she is. We know how old you are. Like, it was pretty funny. Anyway, so she's 30 and has... Courted scandal for many, many moons. Scandalous Cecily. She is scandalous Cecily. She's irritatingly, also... irritatingly, her name is spelt with an S, S E S I L Y, which I suppose is for the the soiled S's. But because I'd never read any of those books, so I didn't know anything about that. I felt like it was just so that Sarah McLean could achieve the pun where everyone in the ton calls her Sexily. Because she's very sexy. And if you've read any of the other books, you'd be very familiar oh. with Cecily's excellent bosom. Yes. So apparently that gets mentioned. You've read The Rogue Not Taken. Yes. Yeah. I haven't. But apparently that, again, gets mentioned a lot. So she's It's an very, additional character. Yeah. So she's very curvaceous and everyone in London sexy. wants to have sex with her. And That's some of pretty them do. Much. And-, and some of them do. She has lovers and does whatever she wants and knows how to take steps to prevent conception so that she doesn't have a baby. Is independently wealthy, as all the sisters are, and so pretty much has no reason to marry or tie herself to a man at all. Society has literally given up on her. Lots of like matronly mamas will not let her daughter, their daughters anywhere near her. But she always gets invited places. She always gets invited places. Because that little scandal. Yes, exactly. Let's invite the gorgeous sexily. So now, the premise of this novel... This will go for like 25 minutes if you keep going at this rate. No, no, sorry. I'm read. That's all okay. you need to know about oh, her. Sexily. But you actually need to know that's her bag because start of the novel, she gets heartbroken because a business partner of her sister's, she's decided that she's like, ooh, I think I'm attracted to you. Caleb Calhoun. And he doesn't want her. She's like, puts it all on the table in a, like, before the book starts, has put it all on the table and he's like, thanks very much. It's a no from me. Gets on a boat, goes back to Boston. Cecily is heartbroken. She gets approached by the Duchess to join what I guess, they never refer to it in the book as this, but I guess it's the Hell's Bells, which is what the series is called. Mm. And they are a group of women who take care of other women and uh, fix problems. Not necessarily in one class, though. No, 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 across all classes. So they'll do things like get a maid out of a household when her employer is being lecherous and horrendous. They will help her escape and then give her the references they need. she needs to go and establish. approved household. Exactly. Or if you find yourself in trouble with a baby, they would help you sort that out. They would, they help women of the ton dodge and get out of really, negative marriages, marriages, things like that. So 
the other women is kind of the best kept secret in London. They know to approach the Duchess and she will use her vast network to either deliver justice when it's needed or to rescue or help people when that's needed or to collect evidence and send it to the very new police force, Scotland Yard in Mm -hmm. London, which has just been established. And so that's kind of what they do. So that's what Cecily's been doing for the last two years since Caleb broke her heart. And then he arrives back in town because his business partner, Cecily's sister, is about to have a baby. And she's like, come and help with the tavern. They own a tavern together. Uh, while I have this other baby. And so he's arrived to do that. Cecily, he sees Cecily engaging in some... Problem solving. She does it in secret so no one knows, you know, who these women are or what they do. And then the rest of her group is like... <gasps> Caleb saw you. We can't trust Caleb Calhoun. We'll need to find out his secrets. So then they go on a quest to find Cecily, out Cecily, you have to secrets. find out his secrets. Slash, don't. We'll do it. And she's like, no, I'll do it. And then accept And they're it. like, mm. And so she goes off to do that, which is really just an excuse for her and Caleb to be in each other's sphere. Cecily's sister is like, we don't know what's going on with Cecily. Can you watch her? That, again, throws them into each other's sphere. And through... Spheres colliding, all of a sudden other things collide. Romance and and mystery. Romance and mystery happen. And that's kind of it. The end. There are other people in Cecily's little crew, and you get introduced. Some of them are really interesting. All of them are obviously women. Yeah, that's kind of it. And in a Sarah McLean way, they come from all kind of walks of lives and classes and things like that. The end. There will be four books in the series. Amy. What did you think about Bombshell and would you recommend it? I thought that it was very challenging to run a mystery and a romance at the same time, particularly for a character as ferociously independent as Cecily. And quite frankly, she was quite hard to like for a lot of it. Yeah, okay. And it took me most of the novel to care about her. She just was quite. I think the problem was that she was so focused on achieving justice that the romance got in the way. Yeah, and I would also say as an add-on to that, for someone who is so focused on achieving justice, I wanted to see her achieve more justice. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so we, I know had, exactly we had what that. You mean. We had that one I... moment at the start. I don't want you to just talk about it for the whole book because then it just makes it seem like you like to talk about justice because you feel like you can't just be a person who has sex with a lot of men and doesn't get married. That's not enough. You need to have an added layer of purpose, which you don't. You could just have a lot of sex, but that's fine. If you're going to have the added layer of purpose, I want to see it. I want to see you yeah, deliver some so kind of justice more than that one time at the start. It was – I found myself – so my overall thing is, no, I don't think I would recommend it. I, f- I wouldn't recommend it if as a romance novel, definitely, because I found myself skipping or skimming through all the romance bits, particularly mm. like Act 2, End of Act 1, from about Chapter 4 – until the start of Act 3, I skimmed. Because- when they solve the final murder and come together as like a network of women to solve the, the final problem yeah, right at the very that, end, I loved that. That's that was not, so great. That has nothing to do with, <gasps> well, very little to do with romance. No, and it has well, it didn't need to. to. If you removed the romance, you could still have had that same You could same still have done it. I mean, yeah. it gave a little bit more of like a, because it was attached you know, to, to Caleb. Because he has a mystery. The There's thing a mystery. is that I wanted – I was interested in the mystery. I was interested in the little – like, I'd read more about the Duchess. Like, her story has 
liked and bits that interested me in. I'd read more. There's one of the ladies is Lady Imogen. She's essentially like a poisoner. She concocts things that they use. She's like a little scientist. Yeah, yeah. she makes and everyone just thinks she's. I when I was reading it in my head, she was Professor Trelawney. From, oh yeah, 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 wild hair and yeah. frizzy, yeah, um, big glasses. Yeah, so I'd I'd like to read more of her narrative, yeah. and then there's the little um, sort of governessy one, Felicity. I think her he's name a wallflower, was. and therefore he is everything. So that's why the Duchess has collected them all because Cecily stands outside of scandal and is quite distracting in her. You know, is boobs. such a big personality with boobs that. She can get away with a lot of things. No one's going to comment and she's not going to be compromised if she goes into the garden alone with a man. Exactly. She's, she's beyond that. But the thing was, that's that superpower I wanted to just see applied to mystery. That superpower I would like to see applied to mystery I, more than one time. Again, it was just at the beginning. But that was I the found, only thing she did. I found the sort of the tension, like what was the central driving tension? Was it romantic tension or was it a uh, mystery? The me, the tension that engaged was the mystery, not the romance. And I found that was this big sort of, it felt really contradictory running a romance with the characterization that was required of Cecily in order for her to be able to achieve this justice plotline. Yeah. So I wouldn't recommend it in that sense. I am going to throw to you now and make sure you talk about the sex scenes, which I skinned. Oh, yeah, I'll totally talk about the sex scenes. So I would not recommend it either. I thought it was messy. I really felt like I wasn't quite sure... I wasn't quite sure, like, it didn't seem to have a central tension for me, like how you were saying the central tension was a romantic one. Or, sorry, for you, you felt like it was the mystery. That was the more interesting But the romance kept getting in the way. I felt like you might have been more interested in the mystery, but there wasn't a lot of that going on. The main push was the relationship. It was the romance. I would have preferred for there to be lots of, for her to be busier. She's got lots of like investigating or lots of applying her, her special just set to be of skills. Just Fisher in the 1830s having a, a great part of time a crew. with her beautiful young man. And I like the a part of and I don't mind the idea that she meets Caleb, he's a man from her past and actually she wants to be monogamous and in this historical period that had to mean marriage. Like I would be okay with all of that. I just wanted to see her be more mysterious rather than stand around the whole time being talking about it and not doing anything with it. In defense of that, though, it is setting up the whole world. So I wonder yes. if we will see quite a lot <laughs> more we, of that. We often find the first novel yes. in a quadrilogy or in a any kind of series is problematic. And I think in this one, Cecily was hampered a little bit by being the one who had to go around to each of these locations so we could meet a bunch of key players in the Duchess's network mm. and see how this kind of underworld of women kind of operated. And I think I would have liked it more if it had been a different character who kicked it off. With, yeah, I think we're using sexily. I think we're using sexily because she's a known quantity though. I know, too. but she's But difficult. she wasn't to me. I she's... she wasn't known. I didn't know her beforehand. The problem that I also had with it was the disproportionate number of sex scenes to other plot events. So not a lot actually happens in the book. When you sit down and write out the, the plot points, the beats that actually occur in the novel, there actually aren't that many of them. The mystery, that the key mystery they're trying to solve about Coleman, who's a lord or something, and what secrets Caleb is keeping become the same mystery very early on. Like, that's not a spoiler. 
it's the same. Like it becomes interwoven very, very quickly. And so for me, that became a bit, that became kind of a bit of a non-starter because you knew that he probably just had all the answers they were looking for. It was just a matter of time till he coughed them up or made a mistake that led them to the answers. So there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of detective work going on in terms of active detective work. No, it had the potential to have a lot of it though. I know. It would have been and, really interesting. And the mystery, I guess because and because they weren't Caleb and Cecily weren't in the mystery together because he actually already knew all the answers. So all he was trying to do was protect her from danger and all she was trying to do was find out the answers. It's one of those ones that annoys me because I'm like, if you want to protect her, pull her aside, tell her the whole story. Communicate. This is what you yeah. always say. Just communicate people. But if you wrote a novel, it would be a short story it because really they would communicate halfway yeah. through. Right. So come back so to that, the sex scene. And so when you write down the plot, not a lot of actual plot points happen. So instead, to fill an entire novel, they have a lot of sexual encounters. Very detailed. Incredibly. And I'm going to say juicy. Incredibly detailed. Body juices are quite important. Yeah, thank you, Amy. We know that sex has body juice in it. That wasn't the bit that bothered me as much, though. Like, I, like, the first couple, okay, at the core of it, honestly, hand on heart, I skipped the last, I would say, three quarters of the sex scenes because they were very, very long. Like, they went for, like, ten pages or more of sex scene and well they might like i wasn't counting pages but i'm not kidding they felt really really long and there's like and nine of them there's like 90 pages it's one quarter of the book that's how i felt i was like <laughs> i don't want a quarter of book to just be sex scene but i i suppose because in a romance book i don't just want it to be lust and sex all the time like I'd, i wanted there to be more i guess to their romance i wanted him to be more yeah. of her well, if we more a part of, of her life the perfect rake where there's one sex scene and it has a lot of plot. And what they end up doing is getting kind of like embroiled in each other's problems. So you get to see them go on lots of adventures that are not sex scene related. Yes. These I find, I found in this book in an emotional way, right? This book did not have that as much. So when they went on their adventures together, they didn't really go on an adventure. She was doing something. He arrived. He interrupted what she was doing. They had sex. Like in really stupid places. What are the other reasons that you don't recommend? Sorry, sorry, sorry. The only other thing that I'll say, and this is still sex scene related, too much dialogue. Too much dialogue. I don't want to hear them. Like, fair Unless enough. Unless you're can delivering be key plot. Hey, I read, meticulously read the first three sex scenes because... You were hoping for a reveal? I th- well, I thought there might be plot. I thought it might get halfway through and he's like, oh, this is so great. Like, the time I stole the diamonds. What? <laughs> What did you do? Like, so I'm like reading all this dialogue. Rah, rah, rah. No, no, no. Just a lot of dirty talk. So if that's your bag, if you're very, very into dirty talk, uh, go bombshell. Sarah McLean's bombshell is your bag. Like Da-da. it is. There, it is mostly sex scenes. I wonder, with dirty, I wonder with whether it would be talk. different in the others because Cecily is sexily and she's that's very right. rash. And I wonder if that was sort of this, that's why this had to be such a lusty book. Like it was it's far, very lusty. It's far more lusty than it it's is lusty love. And it's busty. Hundred <laughs> percent. She is more lust than love in this book. And I guess that just wasn't my bag, really. And I wanted to see more mystery in it. I wanted more of like what happened at the end. Yes, the last the last bit was fantastic, and I'm hoping my hope for the series, though I would not recommend this book, my hope for the series is that now that 
sex leave on boob face is out of it, mm. we can move on to those much more interesting side characters. Yes. And do and do kind of more because we have a character who's more not More justice. Yes. And I think from my perspective, because this is a self-proclaimed feminist kind of book, right? And it is. That's what it says on the blurb. I'm not making An unabashedly feminist yeah. so, romance series. Because it was that I think I went into it expecting more from my characters than her nickname is Sexily. So in the book, all she's really going to do is have a lot of very detailed and very like talky sex. Mm. She's comfortable. What did with you expect? Sex. Like Miss Fisher. I expected Franny Fisher. A lady living on her own, independent. Yes, yes. Doesn't really matter. I'll just who make is work. very attractive and understands how to use her feminine wiles to get what she wants and to get what she wants, which is justice for other people. Because so she not in is a way humane. exactly. So, so if that's what you are hoping for, don't read this book. Go and read Carrie Greenwood's Franny Fisher novels. Yeah, but if you go into it knowing that that's kind of, that this is what it's going to be that this is kind of all it is then i think you would be less likely to be disappointed yep. whereas i was disappointed because i think when i read the blurb i expected a more well-rounded complicated character who would then engage in a more well-rounded, complicated, and nuanced relationship romance, romance. and mm. she and it and it didn't. It felt very, it felt very kind of late night, semi porny version of you know feminist ladies go on a like are in a crew and protect other women in London. Blah. It was a bit more that it was kind. Of, it was very surface, and I think I expected more depth. Yes, uh, which I think was that was my problem. So again, I will probably enjoy the second novel, which I will read. I think I will it's enjoy that. Due more. to be about the Wallflower Lady, the so, first one, trash, totally, totally trash. I would say in pretty much every, every definition of the, of the well, word. Well, I'll might go back and cross reference because there are a couple sentences I enjoyed um, when I read the other books. But I think that I will not reread the entire book again. It's I didn't one of I those think I ones... read the whole book again because remember I skimmed so many of the. Uh, sexy oh my god! Times. I skipped so the many of the sexily, times. sexy times. Oh, so much dialogue, dear here? reader. Is if I ever meet someone called Cecily, I'm really sorry. But it's going to be like in Bridget Jones where she's like, Mr. Fitzherbert, Mr. Titsperbert, Mr. Fitzherbert. Yes, yes. Oh, no. It'll be a Freudian Sarah McLean. This made me do a slip. No. All right. I doubt so that wrap that it. happen. Sorry. Thank you. That's all we have time for today. Join us next week when we will bring you more spoiler-free recaps, reviews, recommendations, maybe, maybe not, of what have we read that week. And until then, happy reading. And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.